From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Hola, mi gente. ¿Cómo está? No, 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 no. Before you change the channel, you guys got the right podcast. I'm messing with you. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 204. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And with me, as always, is the man that in any universe, he'd be the one to get lost somewhere but find a way to blame you. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Yeah, I want to know how many Spanish listeners were like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I lost you, though, speaking of lost. Go ahead. <laughs> but anyhow, it's time for some horribly described movie. And here we are. Hmm, let me see what I rate this. I rate this somewhere around a, well, zero for the cap to get <laughs> out of 10. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll say a three out of 10 for Ralph the Tech. And somebody, some young lady... Who knows it all? I don't know what I'm going to rate you. Let's see if you get this hardly described movie. It'll be interesting. Let's go. All righty. College kids in a cabin learn the dangers of reading. College kids in a cabin learn the dangers of reading. Got yes. it. All right. All right. So and I... you'll find out more after the quick news. That's right. I can't wait to, to try to guess and get, get that messed up. But um, <laughs> our other illustrious host is the guy who in every timeline could fix anything, but of course he'd forget why he fixed it. RT squared, Rob the Tech. That only happened like sixty-seven thousand times. All right, there we go. Okay, but who's counting? Who's Out counting? of two times, no, no one's counting. <laughs> you know. So the other day, as I was creating a amazing Magic the Gathering deck to combat uh, MFG, because ah! as we all know, MFG is he's okay. A mighty fine gamer. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> so as I was doing that, a thought occurred to me. If an asteroid was coming to Earth that would wipe out all civilization, people would still whip out their phones to record it. Oh, they would. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> they would. <laughs> Especially this generation, the Zoomers. Yeah, the Zoomers would totally do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, right away, just pull it out. Like, oh, my God, look at that thing in the sky. I'm going to post this on Instagram. But wait, who's going to see it? I don't care. I'll be the first one. <laughs> and we lost all of our listeners under the age of 25. Good job, Ralph. We had <laughs> listeners under the age of 25? I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, oh, yeah. Nah. So on today's show, we're going to pick up where we left off as we discussed the second half of this Disney series that we were discussing before and try to figure out if the show is worth your time and if it was worth our review. So we will be diving into Marvel's What If, Episodes 5 through 9. But first, <sighs> MFG wants me to keep his intro like he kept his initials short. So here it is, Mike and his quick news. And now, the quick news brought to you by MFG and Ralph and Cap. That intro was brought to you by the Eeyore Snuffleupagus Corporation. Uh, wait, say, say, say it again? I'm not going to say it again because I know I said it wrong. You sure <laughs> did. <laughs> well, that was news enough. 
<laughs> oh, so, so MFG, you got some gems for us? What's going on? I do have some gems. Here we go. Uh, she probably won't be in satin tights, but she'll be fighting for our rights. Linda Carter has been confirmed for the upcoming Wonder Woman 3 film. The 1970s TV original Paradise Island powerhouse was briefly seen at the end of 2020's Wonder Woman 1984 as the legendary Amazon Asteria. In the movie, Godot's Wonder Woman wore Asteria's fabled golden winged uniform during the final fight scene against Cheetah. Part of Asteria's story was told in flashback, but her fate was left uncertain. Director Patty Jenkins will return to conclude the trilogy. No release date has been scheduled for Wonder Woman 3 as yet. I was very curious if they were going to bring back Linda Carter in a more prominent role, even though they, you know, like they, they, they showed it for two seconds. Right. So I'm very glad to hear that she's doing something. Yeah. And I'm glad that Patty Jenkins is coming back because I really had, I really liked the first Wonder Woman. I'm hoping that she can rebound from yeah. Wonder Woman too. Well, I mean, he's also going to show her entire vision. So, you know, it's like you're, what is it? One to one, is it? Or oh for one? How does that work? It, it, well, she's one for two. She's one for two. There you go. She's one for two. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ralphie, how, how did you feel about um, um, you know, Linda Carter being part of the, officially part of the the, the Wonder Woman verse? I mean, it's pretty cool. You know, you, you're paying homage to the the woman you could say started the movie or the like the the uh, the I guess series or the, screen franchise yeah. of it. Yeah. You know. Uh, I, and she, I mean, she's not the first, but she's the one that put it on the map. Yeah. So it, it's cool Absolutely. that they're they're giving her, you know, a little piece of the pie. Yeah, and, no, and 100%. Like, and it was cool to see also to see Linda Carter in, in Supergirl, you know? When yeah. She, when she did those things. When she was the president. Yeah, yeah. that was great. I, I love her. I just, I always have a soft spot for her. I, I always do. I mean, and not only did I have a, like a, a boyhood crush on her, but the like she was Wonder Woman. So to see her, you know, get recognized as well. Mm -hmm. It's always good to see. So I'm happy about that. Well, it's, it's really great for a lot. I mean, for all of these people that that were part of our childhoods and other people's childhoods as time went on that, you know, got these roles where they're like, hey, you know, they did well and maybe they enjoyed them. But, you know, they're probably thinking this either ruined my career or hasn't done much or my career didn't go anywhere afterwards that now there's such a geek revolution for that kind of stuff that they're right. now in demand again. And, it's, and I'm happy for them, you know. Absolutely. I agree. So anyhow, uh. If they like it, they should put a ring on it. That's what fans are saying to HBO Max as they await the arrival of the upcoming Green Lantern series. So far, it has been announced that the tone of the series will be darker, much like that of the streaming series Watchmen. The Green Lantern showrunner has described the show as gigantic and sprawling with a cosmic scope. The series will feature various lanterns such as Jeremy, Ir uh, yeah, Jeremy Irvine as Alan Scott and Finn Wintrock as Guy Gardner. Other lanterns set to appear include Sinestro, Kilowog, Jessica Cruz, and Simon Boz. Other cast members and premiere dates have not been provided. I'm interested how that's going to work because I always see, I mean, the second description you gave of the Green Lantern series being vast mm -hmm. and, you know, like, you know, all about the universe and, you know, that makes sense. But dark, I'm like, wow, it's, I don't know if I, how I feel about that. But I mean, you could make it like intergalactic seven, like the movie seven. Right. With a more, you know, like like that kind of a dark mystery, whatever. Yeah. It's like that could work. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm as curious. long as we don't get a repeat of Ryan Reynolds, I'm doing all right. <laughs> question question for the group. Yes. Um, I thought Alan Scott wasn't part of the Green Lantern Corps. He's not. I, I when I read that, I'm like, okay, I can't wait to see how they're going to do that because he's Earth Two and he's not related. His ring's not even related to theirs. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. His his ring is related to like the earth and to magic more or less more than anything else. Well, that's why his weakness was, was wood, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Anytime he got wood. It wasn't good for anybody. <laughs> you think they'll stick with the canon and they'll leave him as, as a gay man? Um, well, that wasn't the original canon. That's new canon. That's, That's what I'm saying. Right. To, um, I, yes, in this day and age, yes, because mm-hmm. they already they already have uh, an out as to how he can be gay and people don't go, you reinvented him. It's like, well, he's already been reinvented years ago, so shut up. Right. <laughs> basically <laughs> what they're going to do, you know. And so, shush. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I imagine that that's going to be their in right off the bat. All right. All right. What else you got there, Mike? Right. Uh, that'll be interesting. Last but not least, can't wait for the Disney Plus She-Hulk series? Neither can we. Can't wait for Charlie Cox to be on the series? Well, I have a rumor about that. Moderators at the Reddit board, Marvel Studios spoilers, have a feast of rumors about the Jade Giantess's upcoming streaming series. According to the moderators, Cox will appear on the series as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil, but it will be a different version of the character than appeared on Netflix. We don't know what that means, just different. Additional rumors, Jim Carrey has been cast as Modoc. The Abomination will play a large role in the series and the Wrecking Crew will be brought to life using motion capture. No. And, and finally, more rooms, of course. Uh, the reason why Mark Buffalo's appearance as ban- was um, in the Shang-Chi film was as Banner and not Professor Hulk in the mid-credit scenes, according to their sources, Banner de-hulked in order to give his cousin Jennifer a blood transfusion, but has had trouble changing back into the Hulk. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, that's yeah. a that's a lot to gather up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's some rumor mill there. Just and Mike's say... not a big rumor person, so for him to drop this rumor, wow. Yeah, I'm just gonna say if that's the truth, called it. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you call it with? Oh, I, I called it with everything, man. Yeah, everything. he he called it in his imagination, especially the blood transfusion. I said, yeah. Blood well, the blood transfusion is 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 her canon. I know, right. But that's what I said they were gonna do. So I called it. But that's how they had to do it. That's her canon. That's like saying right. Superman just just happened to just be some normal guy on Earth that drank some Kool Aid and now he's super powered. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that's his new cry. <laughs> <laughs> but he just he just waits for people to say Kool Aid and just breaks through the wind uh, the walls. You hear this oh yeah from the sky, criminals everywhere just looking to the wall, seeing which one he's gonna come in. <laughs> so Daredevil's gonna be different. And now we have all these different things that are going to be part of the She-Hulk miniseries. That these wow, are makes, all rumors. Hopefully, this makes a out. lot more intriguing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Good oh, yeah. stuff. So, Mike, that's all your quick news. That is all the quick news I have. All right. So, can you break down or at least repeat for us that um, badly described movie that you said earlier? Oh yeah. Here we go. College kids in the cabin learn the dangers of reading. College kids in the cabin learn the dangers of it's reading. It's so easy. He's practically putting this thing on a plate for you. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I'm like I I can I oh I'm not it's not I can't. Well, there's only ever been one movie with college kids in the cabin, so that <laughs> you, you want to know? That's a joke. You want to know? Uh, you want to know? I'm gonna say it. Say it. Say it. The Evil Dead. I have to admit that you are absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's so obvious. Yeah, but, see, I, no, I'm not familiar with The Evil Dead. That's why. So it, the only thing is. I, I was a little bit, um, when I got into the Evil Dead franchise, I didn't really understand why they did um, the Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. it, when it, it just seems like a remake of the Evil Dead, you know? But except, It does. In, ver- in many without, ways, it is. 
without um, the other kids, and it's just Ash and his girlfriend. Right. It very much is, and then it's also they they really turned into the humor. Yeah. And then you get Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness is just fucking awesome. Well, Army of Darkness felt like it, I mean, like it's funny because I didn't realize it was originally I didn't realize that it was an Evil Dead um, sequel. Sequel. Yeah. Until like when somebody mentioned, oh yeah, Army of Darkness is Evil Dead, and and because I didn't watch the franchise, and then I had like. You know, go and find out about it. So, and, and I remember I've seen Army of Darkness. It's pretty good. I mean, the, the the best line. Good. Which one? Bad. I'm just a man with a gun. Oh goodness! Come on. That's not <laughs> the best line ever, man. I, I I've heard better, but okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, so Bruce Campbell probably wrote that line, right? Is he, he probably like did. Listen, I love Bruce Campbell, especially hey, when Bruce- he was in Burn Notice. Oh my god! No, Bruce Campbell is the best when he when he said. That he had a cameo in Spider Man too, and he goes, and I'll tell you something, I stopped Spider Man, <laughs> and I was like, you're an idiot. For those who've seen Spider Man too, you know, you'll, you'll know what he's referring to. But yeah. all right, good stuff, Mike. Good stuff, Ralph. Ralph, do you have any quick news? Um, quick news, quick news. Is that the that thing where we say the news quickly, but not really? That's the one that, that, that every time that we talk about, it, you fall short. You falling short again? Short. I'm. I, I think I'm taller than you, aren't I? You are. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Now we're good. So, okay, we're good. Yeah, and, and and yeah, I don't have anything either. Uh, I mean all I mean between all the Spider Man, um, No Way Home rumors and they're they're waiting for the second trailer to come out. It's already been revealed. leaked. I got a text message today from a friend, they they leaked the trailer. Oh man, I'm sorry. can't do nothing. Can't have anything good nowadays. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm Please, the the ending of Eternals has already been leaked, and for those what? who are hearing this podcast, I haven't watched it yet. So they've already I, like leaked. I watch none of these things. I don't even worry about running into leaks because I don't look for them in the least. And that's why you're not a plumber. That's right. Oh my goodness, the dad jokes are killing me. Oh god. <laughs> so let me transition out of this poor joke segment and let's go to what we're here for what we came together for, which is to talk about the Marvel series or the Disney Plus slash Marvel series. What if? But this time we're going to talk about episodes five through nine. And with a synopsis is a guy who is sometimes at a loss for words, but we give him the floor anyway. Mike, also known as MFG. Take it away. Ah, man, oh, man, oh, man. It's so good to hear me again. I know you're thinking that. (laughs) Anyway. What If is an animated anthology series streaming on the Disney Plus service. The series is based on the Marvel Comics print series of the same name. The first volume of What If Comics ran from February of 77 through October of 84, kicking off with the story, What If Spider-Man Had Joined the Fantastic Four? The Disney Plus series was created by A.C. Bradley, who also served as head writer with Brian Andrews directing. The streaming series explores alternate timelines from the MCU where events happen slightly differently than in the movies. A a second nine episode series is expected to premiere in 2022. What If has a current Rotten Tomatoes score of 93% with an audience of 93% as well and a Metacritic's rating of 69% and audience at 62%. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Here's the synopsis. Here we go. I am the snooper. It is my duty to observe events and people of different worlds. I cannot, must not interfere with their actions, but I do have the power to encourage people to post their stupidity (laughs) on social media. When next we visit the weirdness of the multiverse, flesh eaters attack. No, this is not about Army Hammer. Rather 
Yeah, oh. rather a world in which most of the heroes are ravenous flesh eaters and people are on the menu. But far more unbelievable is a tale about a black man killing a white billionaire and living to tell the tale. <laughs> the near world ending festivities of Party Thor still make Travis Scott look irresponsible. And eventually, oh. yeah, oh, it's true. And eventually, it's a multiversal lesson in team building as Yuatu channels his inner Nick Fury to save all the reality from a better version of Age of Ultron. Thank God. I am your guide to these and other new worlds. There is even a world where it is discovered who put the ram in the Ramalana Ding Dong. <laughs> he was sentenced to 20 years without parole and became a prison bitch for a guy named Benny. Strange? Yes. Unlikely? Possible. For I am the snooper. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. It's starring Jeremy, I uh, just mean Jeffrey Wright as you ought to, the watcher, and everybody else. You can look it up your damn self. <laughs> or listen to episode people. 200, that, and you mentioned all of them there. No, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't? Oh, no, no. You said I, it was too. No, you're actually right. You're right. You said it was too much to mention. It was just right. too many. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so. I mean, for all those episodes, you have to do the foreign names. I'm like, oh, oh Mike's got that. <laughs> the only one that you really need to say is Chadwick Boseman as the child. That's the only one that matters. Yeah, that's true too, and He's and a, and and not uh, Scarlett Johansson as the Black Widow. That that, that that seems to be consistent. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's go. Let's get into it. Um, what if episodes episodes five through nine? But before we do that, let's press that button. That spoiler button. Matter of fact, make sure Ralph knows which one to press. That we paid so much money for. Oh, thank you. I didn't know which button to press. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Oh, my, it just sounds like HD in my ears. I don't know why. Maybe it's my new computer. But that spoiler warning was brought to you by the infamous Steve Francis of Stush Productions. There are many universes, a multiverse across multiverses. But there's one constant, and that is... Stush. Stush, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's get into it. Um, what if episodes five through nine? Now, one thing I remember from our last conversation, or at least when we were talking about episodes one through four, is how it was. It, I, or at least I remember my analysis, and I know Mike kind of agreed with me. I know Ralph did as well. We talked about at the beginning, it felt kind of safe, you know, to a degree. It didn't It didn't give the same kind of. Um, daring, not responsive, but the um, the the more risky risky um, options or scenarios that the comic book has done. Do we feel like from episode five on that Marvel turned it up a notch? Because we felt in four that was the one with Doctor Strange, and that definitely felt like a what if comic book. Right. From five on, did we feel Marvel, you know, give us a little bit more risk, um, riskier and more um, provocative and interesting yeah. scenarios? Well, I can already tell you where Ralph and I will differ is 100% going to be on what, episode seven or is it episode six? Uh, we're probably going to, yeah, episode um, seven, we're going to definitely disagree on because I think once again, I, I, their humor just, it just drops for me. That's the Thor, that's the party Thor. What if Thor was an only child? Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I, I definitely feel that episode five, which is the, the zombies, Mm -hmm. That was a huge turn up because, I mean, that was disturbing as it should have been. Um, it wasn't, of course, as good as the original Marvel Zombies uh, series was because that was actually a really great series, but it was still good. Um, yeah, for me, the only stumbling block was uh, what if Thor were our only child because it 
it barely moved the story along. In fact, the only thing that moved the story along was the end. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. All right. Ralph, what do you think? Was, you know, was episode five through nine, um, you know, better in regards to story and in regards to the scenarios they presented to us? I would have to agree with one of those statements. Yes. Which one? The one in which I say things that mean words and wow, agree okay. with them. No, so um, I felt like this half of the series did sort of uh, provide you with a better story. And I do disagree with Mike. I did quite enjoy Party Thor. I, I thought it was hilarious. So, so you agree with me? <laughs> I disagree with you. You agree with me that we were going to part in our ways of me not liking the story and you liking it. <laughs> I disagree with your agreement that you didn't like it. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I thought it was hilarious just, just to see. And though they, they, he still didn't even seem very different from his normal version of Thor, even with Loki there. Like I, 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 I don't see what difference there was. Yeah. yeah, that's the other thing about the story. It just felt like let's let's just really again let's just really turn the car deeply into how silly Thor can be. Even though the story, like you said, it's not really showing that there's much of a difference of him being an only child. It's like him being with uh, with Loki didn't mature him that much when he was growing up. Anyhow, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, he was already right. that's how he ended up losing the hammer. <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, so this one. Yeah, it kind of yeah. left me a little flat. What do you think about the zombies? Apparently, not having Loki in his life uh, doesn't uh, makes him so that he doesn't use, uh, lose the hammer. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. another thing that's weird too. And yet he seemed far more irresponsible. Yet had the hammer. Yep, that's another thing that made no sense. There's a few things that you know that I was interested in or, or, or wanted to hear your take on. I mean, I knew Mike was going to say that about zombies. I know because Mike loves Marvel zombies. I'm not a big fan. It was all right. Um, but I mean, I felt the episode was pretty intriguing and I know that we, we, we know that, um, with this Marvel, what if series, they were going to stick strictly with the characters that they introduced in the movie. So we knew that. So we knew they couldn't do a, 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 um, a reimagining of the book series. So we knew that. Um, I don't know how I felt about the Killmonger rescuing Tony Stark. I felt like it was shoehorned in to make it seem interesting. And I wasn't honestly like, wow, I could skip this. <laughs> but then when I watched it, it wasn't bad. It's it not, just felt shoehorned in. That's yeah, what it's, it's not a bad episode, but it isn't, again, it's not an important episode, you know, because it's not like, like, for instance, it's not as if um, Killmonger was completely not pretending to be a good guy. He wasn't a good guy, even in that series. So, right. so we got literally nothing new about him at all. <laughs> Except that he was able to dupe people for a little bit on Wakanda in order to become the new Black Panther. Right. Other than that, it's like, well, he, but he also kind of did that in the movie. So you also got nothing new. They they were also um, showcasing his intelligence a little bit more. Right. To show that they were like, oh, yeah, you know, he graduated MIT, top of his class, this and blah, blah, blah. And he even had designs of his own uh, robot to, to, you know, to, right. to which fight. again, which of course just tells you this is a different earth because I mean, that's nothing like the character was, you know. Um, so that also felt weird too. Like they just decided to make him black Tony Stark. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. My question. So uh, Tony's ego is like, you know, very big, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Wouldn't he have taken Killmonger's design and, you know, Tonyified it, made it better? Yeah. 
Like those Tony are, a fighter. Yeah, but it's, also it's Tony, a word, Tony, Tony. Tony has an ego, but he also isn't stupid. In fact, it's it's his it's his ego that would make him suspicious. Okay. A while ago, I I felt. I mean, I just, agree. No, I agree. Just, I mean, again, we all know this is different Earth again, like like we've said. But it's just one of those things where you you know if you don't establish all this, which of course they don't have time to in a what if, so that then I'm I'm left to imagine that most things are the way we know them to be with these differences. And if that's the case, I just couldn't believe like Tony wouldn't be that duped. And and he would. He's not Batman, but he definitely does tend to have contingencies. Right. You know. Yeah, and I think um, kind of to Mike's point, you know, there's some things you can change about Tony, but what's something that's very innate about Tony, no, no matter what universe, is the fact that he is going to, you know, he is self-absorbed to a degree, which is going to make him figure out fail-safes and things that can protect him because he doesn't want to look bad or, you know, he, he always was trying to protect what's his. So I, I totally agree with, with that. Like, you know, that didn't make sense that Tony would get duped so easily. Yeah. I mean, or die so easily. I mean, how many times they killed Tony in this whole series? <laughs> He's like well, Kenny from South Park. Well, if if Robert Downey Jr. had just agreed to do the voice, <laughs> you know, That's maybe they would let him live. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm like, um, is this um, is this like punishment? <laughs> poor, poor Tony died. I, I was like, is there an episode he doesn't die? No, he dies pretty much in every episode. Oh, I, I do want to just touch back to the zombies since it's going to become an important part later on anyhow um like first of all i was it not disturbing what the vision was up to yeah like he was just like taking parts to feed wanda but how cool was it when you saw like wanda like i was like okay yeah i'm even nervous about that yeah (laughs) you know it it was i mean the the whole episode itself i mean i really enjoyed but when when that development came up with wanda and that you know that um, vision was kind of you know you know taking care of Wanda. It was like wow. I mean, there's a couple of things about the episode that I was like, all right, like you know Scott Lang's head, right? Yeah. I mean, really, Futurama, we're doing this, we're doing this, guys. <laughs> what was even cool is when the the cape then goes to him and then he just you know flies he's like around. cool. Yeah. He's like cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that Wanda was definitely a scary idea. Yeah, I do feel like Vision took the easy way out where he's like, I must atone for my actions. Oh, um, by the way, I'm going to rip this stone out of my head, essentially killing myself. And you're going to have to deal with Wanda on your own. Uh, goodbye. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, 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 but zombies, I enjoyed zombie, the, uh, the zombie episode a lot. Um, also, so, so, oh, also, so go ahead. One more thing. I, I also feel that uh, Hope was... Uh, very selfish at the end. She should have de-gigantified herself, knowing that she would turn into a zombie. Like, come on, right? <laughs> right. No, there's a point to that as well. I mean, granted, though, you know, they did seem even like in the comic that was the case. It wasn't like they're mindless. They all had. They all knew what they were capable of doing. So right. she just would be able to to zip up again if she wanted to. But yes, I see what you're saying. You know that as well. She could have like right. at least like you know, oh, I'm I'm dying now. Let me you know. Uh, <clears throat> take off this uh, belt or just take out the power source and toss it over somewhere well, so that I, way I won't do that. Or also you would just think, again, you know, just adding to a story plot that as intelligent as they all are and knowing that the dangers of, hey, you never know when that slight little bite or scratch is going to do you in, that they didn't make some kind of fail-safe devices on themselves, like blow me up. Yeah. Like like that, I, you know, because it's not like you turn lickety split like just be like oh i'm bitten okay bye boom <laughs> you know? where's, where's amanda waller when you need her 
Yeah, seriously. Just put in explosive. <laughs> Wrong universe. Amanda's like, where? I am. Amanda's well, like, I know. I know you're aware. She is but... ready for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> she has bombs in everybody's heads. It's going, it's going to look like the end scene out of uh, um, the King's Yeah. It's just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. I, I love the movie. Um, so let me ask you, um, and, and mind you, we, we kind of touched on, you know, um, zombie and we talked about Killmonger. Um, and we kind of hit the the, the 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 episode that is Party Thor, which I felt was too jokey, jokey. Like that vibe just mm-hmm. felt like it was too much of a joking around kind of a thing for me to really enjoy it. I mean, it was it was enjoyable, but if you if the end result wasn't including him, I'd been okay. Like, okay, it's a throwaway episode. Or okay, you know, just you know, looking into this universe. Not but, to include him. Right. But also, when you get, like, these episodes that feel like throwaway episodes, you're like, guys, you have nine episodes. You don't have time to throw away shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? They got a second I, season. They can throw away all they want. Well, I mean, yeah, but this one wrapped up. So that's the thing. You know, and that, you know now that we see that they wrapped up, it's like, you have nine episodes to wrap up your season. Yeah. Stop right. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, hope well, the second season isn't a sort of continuation in which somehow that pocket universe ends up cracking or something. I, well, I hope that they begin to separate. I, I definitely hope that that's the case. I'm also interested to see like if season two is going to have more of this phase's group of people. Like, are we going to yeah. see Shang-Chi now? Like, because I mean, because this is what they, they definitely, um, as we're leading in towards, uh, you know, the, the getting closer to the end, they definitely wanted to show some flex for Doctor Strange. Oh yeah. And, and he deserves it because he is one hell of a powerful being, uh, you know, with, with his stuff. But before we get to that, so we get the tail end of Party Thor and we see the Ultron Vision combo come down to invade the planet Earth that Thor happens to be on at that moment. Right. Which is like a big, like, huh? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then literally it just ends and you're like, oh, well, oh, well, <laughs> where are we going after that? You know, and then we move right into the episode of what if Ultron won? Right. Um, how do we feel about that episode, the Ultron winning one? Because I have one thing, and I I know Ralph had mentioned it while um, um, the other day we were, we were talking about something, and, and he mentioned it. And I'm very curious if Mike's going to mention it. How did you guys feel about that episode? I, I really wish James Spader had done the voice. Uh, I'm happier that he did. I mean, I love James Spader, but I I think it would have moved faster without him, <laughs> like doing <laughs> that because he like he has that that slower way of talking, especially when he's Ultron. It's like yeah, this is not a three-part of do. Speed it along. I mean, come <laughs> on for the dramatic effect. <laughs> um, but I did. I liked the episode all in all. I mean, I, you know, because it was just it was unexpected of where this was going to go or how they were going to do it. Um, you know, like I, it's one of those things, of course, where you're still like, really, Black Widow and Hawkeye are the only two people left. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, um, the thing I was going to ask you is in that episode, and I know, I know that um. Ralph, I think Ralph, you mentioned this when we had a conversation about the idea that so is part of it the idea that Awatu knew that um that Ultron was gonna figure out that he could see him? Yes. Like that's yeah. like yeah, so well because he, he has the stones. The stones are increasing his awareness, like like the mind stones, they're all touching out to the universe. All right. So no. so what what I was uh talking with with the cap was <clears throat> so Owatu has this whole big thing where um, he he's only he's only watching and he doesn't want to interfere, right? But he's also apparently all knowing, right? So he knew 
that he was going to break his oath because he knew that um, this was going to happen with yeah. with um, Ultron. So he knew he was going to break his oath, but then he put put up this whole like front where he's like, "Oh no, I must never interfere. I cannot break my oath." But then he's like, "Oh wait, you know what? I'm going to break my oath." Well, see, no, I see. I don't agree with that. Like Watsu, even in this series, but in no incarnation, he's never all knowing. He's not a god that way. He is an observer. He has just so like when he's observing these things, he's observing them as they're occurring, just mm. simultaneously. Mm, okay. So and, yeah, I mean that's you know. So that, at no point is he aware. I mean, he could always review a world, but like he's not aware of what he's, he's not, experiencing he, it for the first time. Right. He's not falling into the trap that um we had for um uh. Kang, okay, in, in Loki, where he's like, "Oh, I know everything. I've written all this." It's like, no, no, he's experienced it as it's happening. It's just that he witnesses every universe simultaneously, basically. You know. So, so right. then, so what you're telling me is that then, because uh, Doctor Strange at the end says, "You knew this would happen," and then he goes, "Yes, I did." So it's just by observing the behavior, he was able to predict what was going to happen. And well, he, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. And knew that Killmonger would betray them and try to take the stones, and and that uh, uh, Zemo yeah, I think he, would also yeah. they would fight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, you know, only the writer can tell you. Definitely, I I definitely believe he's just like yes, I know what kind of scummy guy this guy was, <laughs> and I kind of just figured this is what was going to happen. I mean, you know, right. you know, because that's the case. They, you know, Strange himself could have looked into the multiple variations, you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, and seen what was going to happen. I really did like the way um, they brought it together. I, I know some people got pissed, but I remember like in the beginning when I, I had said, oh, from the very first episode, and there's nothing in the episode that, it, that keys it in. It just felt like at the end of the first episode, I said to people, oh, it just feels like these are going to be like, they're going to interconnect and bring together a team. Everyone's like, no, no, no. These are all like separate episodes, which of course is what we were told. And I was like, ah, I was right. I just kind of got that feeling, episode one, even though there's nothing that shows you that they're going to make a team, yeah. it just felt like this is a team. I was going to ask you that question, guys. I, was, I mean, I knew for Mike, yeah. but Ralph, when did you realize, oh, they are doing a team up? When, you know, when did you realize, ah, yeah, okay, they're going to they're gonna band them all together? Uh, when Owatu uh, was doing his Guy Ritchie impression and, and bringing everybody together. Okay, so 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 basically, when when he started bringing them together, you're like, oh, okay, that's what you're doing. I had a feeling when um, the Ultron, ep I mean the um, the the Party Thor episode ended, and, and you know Ultron showed up. Mm -hmm. Something told me I said, oh, maybe they'll find a way of linking some of these universes. Oh, they'll do it next season, right? And then when it, when ep when episode eight happened, I was like, oh, oh, they're doing it. Oh, they're doing it. How do we feel about the idea of merging these universes? Do you feel like it was too soon to do it? Do you feel like it was the right the, the, the right move for this season? I feel like if they were to turn just that into a series, I would watch the hell out of it. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like it, um, I, it, just, it would just be awesome. I mean, just, just think about it. Like the different variations of the different heroes are coming together. That'd be crazy. I just don't think that and it's not a reflection on these writers, any writers. It's like once you get characters that you all know and that aren't yeah. that much different than characters that you already know, you're just gonna write them the same way. Like like the um the ultimates tried that. Oh yeah, Ultimate, we, we ultimates, about that. yeah, ultimates, um the kind the the volume one bat series is excellent. Excellent. Everyone's very different, da 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 by Ultimates Three, which sucked ass. 
Uh, but by the time you got to that, they were already just the heroes that we knew, just in a different world, and cursing more. Like, like right. you know what I mean? Like, like by that point, the writers could no longer write them differently, and that's just well. well also, don't I I I, I get I, the writers I, well enough? I won't say that's what it was, Mike. I think they 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 um, purposely went to make them look more like. I, I read some somewhere that they they, they purposely because they went with different writers right. for three. Right. One and one and two were um was it Bendis for some of the stuff? Oh no, Millar. No, no, it Millar. Millar. It was Millar. It was Millar. Yeah, it was Millar. Yeah. So I think by the third one, it might have been that guy Vaughn Matthew Vaughn. Not Matthew Maybe Vaughn, no. I can't remember, but yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, they switched yeah. it and they said, "Oh, well, what if it's kind of like the guys we have now?" So I yeah. think it was a, it was it was a concerted effort to make them more okay. like like six one six and right. horribly done. Because yeah. it's like, well, then why are we, why are yeah. we, well, I mean, I, I don't want to double back. I don't want to back talk. What we have to say on what if I apologize. Yeah. We'll talk about but, it after the podcast. But, uh, uh, but I mean, but yeah, I mean, like I enjoyed, I liked this and I liked the wrap up, but I don't need to see him anymore. Not because of anything bad. It's just, there's lots of universes. <laughs> That's the whole point of what if it's like, there's lots of universes for us to, to bring in people. I very surprised that you're like, out of all the people you brought in, it's like, okay, so you brought it. Th- I mean, I, well, except for Killmonger, but I guess, I guess you need. I guess he needed somebody he thought would turn, and that they, you know would you wouldn't feel bad about imprisoning in this universe. I don't know, but it's like so. You didn't want Captain Marvel and her amazing like power to help you defeat this creature, really? <laughs> and she's in your face. <laughs> Maybe that's a statement about Brie Larson. Oh, who said that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Apparently, she, she would have made the, the team uh, too lopsided with the power. You know, I guess so. I don't know. It would have just ended the battle too quickly. Yeah. And speaking of that battle, that battle, the main battle was yes. freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was riveting. Just, it, it. I just, I didn't even care anymore. I'm just sitting there, like, just glued to that set. And like I said. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, they did a good job with all the characters, but I'm like, they just had, I mean, granted, this is the selfish, I won't say evil, the selfish version of Strange that has acquired more power than he right. knows he should have, but still, they stepped him up to the plate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He stepped up to the plate with that, like, uh, what was it? Um, who was the team that Bugs Bunny fought? Oh, Wait, the, the, oh the, 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 the gas house. The, gorillas. The, that's how gorillas. gorillas. Yeah. yeah. Like he stepped up to play with the 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 bat that's all tree. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that's not gonna miss anything. That's how he came up there. He was just like, <laughs> I, I got this. <laughs> you know. It, it it definitely, I mean, it definitely made me intrigued about all these characters. Do I want to see them as a series? I think I want to see them again. I don't want to see an entire series, but I would like them to visit it again. You know. Um, and it was kind of like the original Avengers from the movie. Like they were only supposed to be together for a little bit of time. Then they separated and go their own separate ways. And I kind of like that about it. But I mean, they, they, some of them were badass and some of them were like, eh, Black Widow's just Black Widow, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> same in every universe, just kind of whack. She's same in every universe, completely amazing somehow than any human being ever. Like she's doing stuff that Captain America with super soldier serum is like panting to do. And I'm like, all right, you got to, Need to pull that back a little bit here. She's just a human being, right? Yeah, yeah. She's not hyped up on anything. You know that, right? What yeah. if she did have the super soldier serum? Uh, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's interesting because when it came to an end, were you guys happy with the resolution of the ending? I mean, obviously the fight scene was great, but were you great with the ending with the way, what they did with, you know, Strange and Kamanga and all those things and and a water. 
Well, I wasn't seeing the twist. I wasn't expecting it. I I was satisfied with it, but then, so now it seems that, uh, um, so Strange was I guess freed from his uh, solitary prison temporarily, only to have to go back to it, and he's accepting it. You know, at that point, mm-hmm. right? To now be a, a a jailer for eternity for these guys to make sure that shit doesn't crack. Right. Well, he's a jailer for two two things. He's a jailer for them, and he's a jailer for himself. Yeah. Because he his own selfishness yep. destroyed all life. Not killed a hundred people. Not even destroyed one planet. It destroyed all life in his universe. It's like, yeah, there's no coming back from that. Like, I, you know. And I like the fact that even he, he's like, yeah, this is where I'm going. Like, I'm not even going to go. Like, but, 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 nope. You deserve it. This is where you need to be. Yeah. I'm sorry. All you know. for love. Yeah. You know. Uh, love makes you do dumb things. <laughs> uh, um, moral of the story: Buy a cat. Yeah, pretty much. What is it like? I'm sorry. No, no. I was about to say it's, it's just you know it's I, I like that you know because the thing is what they didn't have him be was just evil. It's like he was turned and he was dark and he did wrong, right? But you know, but once he was slapped around, it's like oh, I really messed up. I mean, by that point, it's down to you and one other person who was dying in your arms, yeah. but. I guess coming to realization happens that's good as any time, you know. <laughs> the truth is the truth, even if it's a little late. <laughs> a lot late. But no, I, I definitely like that. Um, I And I'm trying to remember now, everybody else, though, they were sent back. Well, they were sent back to the, like, their time or their yeah. planets that were still alive with yeah. just maybe a twist. I mean, I know um, uh, they were all sent back to the same exact moment that they left, right. except for Black right. Widow. Right, and Captain Carter got her gift of, you know, finally being able to bone that skinny little boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he is not going to be able to handle that. that. That relationship is over after the first night of sex. I'm just letting letting her know right now. Well, <laughs> not not if she just lays down and takes it. Nah, 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 nah. Let, let's, get, let, let, let's be honest. When you have a lot of heart, you can do anything. That's true. Or anyone. That's true. And obviously, you know, and Cap, and Cap, remember, Steve Rogers... My super super soldier serum or not has a lot of heart, so he's good. He'll be he'll be all right. He's all right in that universe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so who else? And then Thor, I guess he went back. To, that's right, because he went back to where he was. Yeah, right. Destroyed then, all the Ultron bots. Right. And then Black Widow had went to the universe where there was no Black Widow there. Right. Which, which we assume is ours, or at least closely related to ours. Anyhow, it sort of seems like yeah. So, yeah, so you know, fanboys. There you go. Well, it's funny. You said fanboys. There you go. In my head, I'm like, Ralph didn't get an upshot. So you know, I don't know if the fanboys there you go, but okay. Eh, listen, I, I'll survive. Glad, but, glad but, to see but, you, you're, you're growing. You're growing. But, but, but I do like, like, I do like typical um, comic book like rationalization. Like she shows up, does a couple of things. Huh? You're not our Black Widow. Well, we're glad to have you. Gonna, but it's good to have you. I'm like. She could be an evil spy. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, remember that cat that housed that thing that took your eye? Yeah, she could be even worse than that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I mean, all of the, all- you knocked out a couple of Hydra agents. You're good enough for me. Isn't that how you get moles in your organization, you idiot? <laughs> Open your eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you go, oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Natasha Romanoff. I am not the spy. What are you talking about? Let me let me ask you guys this before we start like bringing things to a close and things like that. Is there something in next season's What If 
is there a character or movie property that they've already done that you want them to cover? They're like, okay, they should cover this. Or they're definitely going to talk about this. They should definitely do Mike's favorite what if of what if Aunt May was bit by the spider. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Shoot. That's Anything the only time I like May. it because Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Uh. Oh, Anything yes. to do with Aunt May. I love that woman. That woman is the most powerful creature in all of, of, yeah, of, of 616. I love her. Yeah, but you like geriatric Aunt May. Not of like, course. Not like, like MILF Aunt oh, May. Oh, no. 80-year-old Aunt May is the bomb. And she is the greatest. <laughs> the woman has been gut, gut shot. She has been buried alive. Literally, this has happened. She has been she has been a um a herald of Galactus, you know. Like, like she has done it all. I'm like, and she's like 80 years old, and she still has time to make cookies for Peter, <laughs> hey, you know, and, and wash his 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 dark streaked underwear. Come on! She's oh got my time. gosh! <laughs> you haven't lived unless you've tried Aunt May's cookies. <laughs> cookie sounds like a euphemism. We're not doing that. Uh, no, it's, it's Uncle Uncle There's Uncle Ben did too. Uncle Ben did too, and then he jumped in front of a bullet. So that might tell you something. Wow. <laughs> well, I would love for them to, to do something with Peter. Just something with Peter. Yeah, I would like to see something with him. Like a Peter one-off. Yeah. I mean, you know, we didn't really get any. Well, I'm sorry, we didn't get anything worthy of the Carly Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I, you know. Um, but the thing is, there's just so much that will be coming out. Like, I mean, you, obviously I expect something with the Eternals. I expect something with Shang-Chi. Like, right. you know, you're expecting this thing. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do. I mean, I, I can easily see a, a given is always like, you know, what if Shang-Chi had stayed with his father? You know, I mean, that's- <laughs> Yeah, but that's you don't know what's thrilled like, with that. No, but I'm just saying, but that's because, I mean, the idea is like a toss up. I mean, the storyline could be great. It's just, that's just such an obvious storyline. Like, you know, right. what if he, you know, didn't leave his father's side or something like that, you know. Right. Um, How about, uh, what if Iron Fist wasn't canceled? <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, Iron Fist didn't exist. How about that one? What if the Iron Fist actor didn't do his own moves? <laughs> <laughs> what if those only one season? Take care of <laughs> All right. Is there anything else we want to bring up about what if before what if? we go into um, um, renaming and uh, ratings? Oh, what would you think about the uh, the... the instantaneous Thanos takedown. It was like, oh, oh. Zip, zip. I was there like, oh, that'll work. <laughs> why didn't they do that in the movie? If Vision could have done it, why didn't he do it? Well, because he has heart. Remember, the Ultron is just all machine. He doesn't give a damn. Right. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, was, it was definitely, I mean, to watch Ultron in Vision's body, definitely a lot more chilling. Yeah. Something about a red face kind of scary. And I did just, I really just enjoy, even though I did want more from the scene, but I did like when the when they're like, you know, what are we doing? It's like we were just delaying for this, and then you see Iwatu brings in the, the zombie Scarlet Witch, yeah, you know, and like uh. she attacks him. I'm like, I really would love to have seen more, but because they don't really deal with her probability hexes, like and stuff like that, and like that's what I want to see. I want to see the fact that like she breaks the laws of physics and reality, and like. I wanted to see that kind of a battle just for like three minutes or something like that. But you know, yeah. I didn't get that. Um, I would love to have seen that. All right. All right. Anything else for Alfred Boy? Uh, what if Matt Murdock didn't lose his eyesight? Mm. I think they did one of those too, actually, in the comments. I do. I, yeah, you're if, right. You know, what if, what if Howard the Duck got the Super Soldier for Storm? <laughs> <laughs> right. Clearly, we know uh, Darcy likes the corkscrew. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. 
Okay, I'm moving this along. I'm moving this along. Uh, all right. Um, renaming the series. Ralph, do you want to go first? Uh, what if Uwatu didn't watch? <laughs> that just sounds so kinky. <laughs> what if Uwatu didn't watch? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with what if Marvel took more risks in this series? <laughs> I mean, I, I still like what they did. It just still felt a little safe. Mike. I'm just, what if? What the? Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Now let's go for it. Ratings for what if as a series, not only five through nine, but the entire series. Ralph. I give it the entire series. Eight. You cannot compute the power of my will out of Ooh. ten. All right. Okay. When Owatu said that line, I'm like, I gotta write this shit down. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a great line. No, it is really a great line. Yeah. It really is. It really is. All right. I'll go with eight Scott Langheads being as annoying as Deadpool as a Deadpool head no, out of 10. No, no, no. Oh, listen, God. Listen, listen. He had ways to go before that hit. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool head annoyance. Is your, that's a high bar, my friend. That's a very high bar. Right. <laughs> right. I'm Mike. Sorry. Uh, I give it eight and a half. The Black Widow's alive. Now stop your bitching out of 10. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. So there you have it. What if episodes five through nine? We finished where we started, and now now it's up to you to see what, what's going on with it. But guys, girls, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next. Geeks on the go. You cannot compute the power. What? I couldn't hear you. You cannot compute the power of my will. Oh, you still want that? Was that was a lot. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's one hell of a great line. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess I I that's going to make for strange wedding vows, but sure. I mean, you (laughs) you can use that everywhere. You know, you can say that to your boss. You know, you can say it as a wedding vow. You can say it while you're getting that wouldn't it wouldn't work well as a wedding vow. I don't think. I don't know if I'd say that to my boss, but that's a whole other thing. You can say it while you're getting jiggy with it. You know what I mean? Jiggy with it. Yeah, the beast with two backs, horizontal mambo. All right. Uh, I, I, I got what you're saying. You don't, you don't got to like um, paint the picture for me anymore. Yeah. So, um, you know, the segment, <laughs> I give I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek and we make it under a minute every now and again. But see, that's Ralph already trying to sabotage me. Never. I never, never. try to sabotage you. I, I'm very successful. You never try to sabotage me? No, no, okay. I'm actually very successful at doing it. It's never a try. Like my master Yoda once said, do or do not. Do or do not. There is no try. No, Master Yoda said, get the hell out of here. You're annoying. <laughs> then you were like, but you said that in perfect English. Yes, I know. <laughs> annoying me, you do. All right. <laughs> Ready? Wait, oh, shoot. Hold on. My phone just freaking did something stupid. Yes. Okay. Sabotage work. Oh, yeah, I bet it did. Okay. Ready, set, go. Do you prefer your Batman in all black or gray and blue? Mike. Blue and gray, just like the American Civil War. Wow, okay. Slaves everywhere. <laughs> Damn, Ralph. <laughs> I guess Robin's a slave. Ralph? Um, I'm, I'm partial to the blue and gray, but I, I, I must say the all black is sleek. All right, all right. The Eternals movie has received mixed reviews. Whose take would you trust more, a pro critic or a fan slash friend? Ralph. Do I look like a sheeple to you? I make up my own goddamn mind. 
Okay, Mike. Nah, neither. Both sources suck. Wow, okay. <laughs> and is there a Marvel or DC movie that hasn't been announced yet but could induce a squeal out of you? Ralph. Of course. You know what I'm going to say, right? Plastic Sorry, Man. No. no, he got it. Plastic uh, Man. Okay. <laughs> Mike. Scream 5, Black Bolt. All right. <laughs> and we get it before the buzzer. Can I get my cheer? Can I get my cheer, Ralph? Come on. Uh, fine. I got to find it. It's all dusty. It's all Wait. dusty. It's all, right? <laughs> but I was wondering. I was wondering. Black Bolt. I knew Mike was going to say Black Bolt. I wasn't sure about Ralph because that was a good. That, that Squirrel Girl answer was definitely 1A. Yeah. It definitely was one A. <laughs> no, no, but it's, it would definitely be Plastic Man forever. Plastic Man. If they, if they did, if they, I mean, again, it doesn't have to be serious, obviously, because he mean he's a jokey type character, but not Deadpool either. No. I think if they, if they kept him with humor, yeah. I mean, you just remember, it, the, it, the, it could like another, and I think like if you did one of those, like you know how you do like the movies where it goes from like it goes through the stages of life where like you know you go from like the innocent of childhood into like the formality of like you know later year adulthood. I think if the movie went that way, it would be very interesting yeah. to see all the kitty cartoony shit that he does, da, 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 but then realize, oh, I've got to get serious because of whatever. And then actually showing I'm just not only a stretchy guy, like to show what he actually can do. That would be a good movie. Like, and oh, you yeah. can just do it all in one move, you know. Jim Carrey as plastic. No, 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 <laughs> God, no. Do, do you remember um, the animated cartoon that was back in like the 80s, 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 yeah. 70s 80s yeah yeah like that <laughs> take take some some from there because it was those were fun you know those were really fun you know so some something similar yeah. to that all right all right as long, as long as they don't shazam it up yeah <laughs> oh my goodness all right all right gentlemen yes. no old guys in rvs with kids yes shout out oh whoa, whoa. that's ben 10 too so that's okay ben 10 was really good the first se the first series was so good. Yeah, the original. Was, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Shout outs. Do you have any shout outs, gentlemen? I do. I'm shouting out that old man, Ralph the Tech, who's going to be so old so soon. He's oh. so much older than me. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Ralph the Tech. Oh, thank you. That's right. Happy birthday, bro. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to be the same age that Jesus was before he died. So that's going to be uh, an interesting year. And I know he pissed me off. <laughs> so I, so just fyi i went down to home depot and bought a few supplies i won't tell you what <laughs> let me guess let me guess was it some nails and wood ah you're a smart man <laughs> but i don't think you can move that fast <laughs> wow that explains why you got a nail gun instead of a hammer <laughs> damn right modern technology man oh my goodness <laughs> work any smart of, not hard any other shout outs we got that's enough. You got to shout out the Ralph the Tech. You don't need any more shout outs. Exactly. What else do you need? That's like the you know perfect thing right there. Well, actually, um, wait. You don't got any other ones, Ralph? Oh, you know my usuals. Thank you for listening, everyone who's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah blah blah. That wow. sounds sincere, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, I, my usual sincere thanks to everyone and all that other shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take my November and bunch it all up in one shot. I'm going to give a shout out to the birthday boy, Ralph the Tech. Um, my other, um, my other um, November birthday, um, my cousin Matt, and the other November birthday, MFG, which is right before we tape our next podcast. 
which is why I was going to wait until the next podcast to get. Yeah, him I don't like his, to get grouped together at all. Own... He's an individual, and so am I. Exactly. Oh Lord, get over it. <laughs> you guys have inverted numbers for your birthday. Did you not think I was going to do that? I mean, Only a lazy person would, but exactly. yeah, no. Otherwise, do you not know me? <laughs> it is true. Uh, it does say lazy on his business card. But I'll, I'll say it again. I'll say it again when it's closer to Mike's birthday. I love you both, guys. You guys are like my brothers. I love you very much. And and um, happy birthday. Um, shout outs that are not November birthdays. Um, Tinkerbell. She's been listening hardcore. I'm very interested to see if she gets um, Mike's quiz correct. And Tinkerbell, if you hear this. Send me a voice message. The minute you hear this, send me a voice message. Um, shout out to Jess, who's been like listening to every episode, even the episodes that she's like, I don't know that 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 show, but it sounds interesting. So shout out to Jess for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out to Super Gabe. Who calls him that? He can't even hear me because he's got soundproof earphones on. He's actually in the room with me. So which explains why he has soundproof earphones on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd want to listen to your voice? Come on. You guys are forced to, I guess. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just 20 more years before the governor will finally let me off. Wow. <laughs> Wait, you only got 20? Damn, man. Damn. <laughs> and also shout out to everybody else who's listening. And um, Johannes, let us know what what I know you're working, but did you abandon us? You making money now? You don't want to talk to us anymore? Please. Oh, he's rich and uppity now. I see how right, it exactly. <laughs> he's listening to those highbrow comic podcasts. I want my Easter dessert, and you know what it is. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's the season. Oh, not coming yet. up until Easter, but no. But, but I thought it was like um, end of um, or at least winter going into spring. No, I think it's an Easter thing, or it's, or it's around that time period. I believe. Johannes, if you're listening, please let us know. So that that'd be kind of cool. Yes, for all of our dessert knowledge. <laughs> all right. So, a- anybody else want to drop a line before we out? Not at all. Not right now. I guess. Well, I guess I should just give one shout out to someone that never ever listens. But I'm going to shout out my eldest niece, whose birthday will come before the next podcast. Ooh, you yeah, know so, who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so, so I guess we got to like, you know, like maybe drop a line in her Facebook or Instagram, be like, hey, might want to check out episode two hundred four. And by the way, did you run into her at uh, Comic Con? No, I did not. Oh, I did not. As empty as it was, and I'll say this, and I was there all four days. My vision was very narrow in that Batman um, cosplay. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> it, was, it was very narrow, and he looked very angry. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but hey, it was all worthwhile. I can't wait for Anime NYC. I'm going to go check that out, too. Woo! Definitely. Yeah. Good luck all with right. all the BO. Oh, but it's not <laughs> as bad. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's, I mean, you know, social distancing definitely makes it a lot better. And on that note, we're going to socially distance from you guys. So for <laughs> uh, Mike, also known as MFG and RT Square Rob the Tech, this is the cab saying, keep it geeky. See you next time. You can't Oh, Jesus.